Welcome to the Life Melbourne podcast. We're so glad you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. Well, we have had an amazing weekend, our Empower weekends, and uh, we are fired up, we are stirred up for everything that God has for us this year. And I really pray that, um, you know, you are a part of it because uh, God really moved. But if you weren't able to be, I know that God is going to really move this morning in every single life. We've got our anointing service, which is something we do once a year. And if you're comfortable, we would love to pray and anoint every person in the building this morning. And just believe for a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit, a fresh touch of God's power. So well, why don't we just, where we are, why don't we lift our hands to heaven? Just a sign of surrender to God. God, right now, we are ready for You to move in our lives. We're ready for You, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we say come. Holy Spirit, have Your way in our lives. We just say again how much we need You, how much we cannot do this life on our own. And Holy Spirit, we need You to rest on us. We need Your power to flow through us. So we pray that you would come and you would move in every single one of us today. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. Thank you, team. You are amazing. I'm gonna have you back here shortly. I have really felt stirred uh, as I've been prepping and praying into this moment that God wants me to, uh, to speak a message called Out of Hiding. Out of Hiding. And my, our little boy, our youngest boy, Ezekiel, he's just four years old and he loves to play hide and seek. But playing hide and seek with Ezekiel has a little bit of a different twist to it. See, he is all about being found. He's not about hiding for a long period of time. Sometimes I try and stretch it out like, I'm coming for you, mate, just to give me a little bit of time before finding him. But what he will do is he will hide in his place and yell at the top of his lungs, Mom, come and find me. Mom, are you finding me yet? Mom, where are you? And then the closer I get, he starts to giggle. He just, he delights in being found. It's not about hiding, it's about being found. See, there's something that God has wired in the DNA of every single one of us where we wanna be found, where we wanna be brought out of the hiding place, where we wanna be seen. And God has wired it on the inside of us because He has created you for purpose. He's created you for significance. He's created you to come out of the hiding. And we come out of hiding because His Holy Spirit is on us. See, we have a God who delights in finding us, a God that delights in bringing us out of the hiding place. You are not unseen by Him. You may feel like you're just one of the crowd today, but you have a God that sees you. He knows exactly what is going on in your life, every thought that you think. He loves you and He sees you. For all those online, He sees you today. He knows exactly where your location is. He never gets your address wrong. Now, last night, I was in after Empower Weekend and the officers here prepping away and I decided to order Uber Eats for the family before going home. And I got, got home, you know, which is about a 20-minute trip from here, 
got home and I'm like, where's the Uber Eats? It's meant to have arrived. And unfortunately, it got delivered here at church, the wrong address. So my amazing husband had to get back in the car, go pick up our food, then bring it back. You know what? God never gets our address wrong. It can sometimes feel like we are unseen, but he sees you. He's got a purpose for you. He's got significance for you to step into. You are, have a God who sees you. See, we see this with David when he was just a shepherd boy. We're gonna turn in our Bibles to 1 Samuel 16, verse 10 to 13. And to set this story up, uh, the prophet Samuel has commissioned Saul to be king. And over years, Saul just start, he starts as a very humble man, but then starts, it doesn't become about his humility and following God anymore. It becomes about doing what he wants. So God rejects him as king because he won't obey him. And then prophet Samuel mourns for King Saul and God says, how long are you gonna mourn for? I have a new king that I want to anoint. And so he sends Samuel to anoint a young man to be king. And so we're gonna pick it up from verse 10. And he sends him to the, to the household of Jesse. And then all his sons passed before him. It says, Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to them, the Lord has not chosen these. So we asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? And Jesse answered, they're still the youngest. He is tending the sheep. Some versions say the run to the family. And Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Now that day, God brought David out of hiding. He was just the young boy out with the sheep, not important enough to be brought into this meeting where the prophet was anointing the next king, not even thought of. But that day, God brought him out of hiding. And he brought him out of hiding by anointing him with his presence, by anointing him with the Spirit of God. And today, I believe many of us, God wants to bring out of hiding by anointing us with his presence, by anointing us with his Holy Spirit, the power of his presence. See, there is nothing special about this oil that we're gonna be using to anoint you today. Nothing special about this at all, but it's about what it represents. See, when we anoint you, it represents the Holy Spirit coming on you. When people in the Old Testament were anointed, it signified the anointing in, in old custom time was meant to endow the anointed one with the quality of the deity involved. So the practice of anointing in biblical times symbolized a transfer of the qualities of God onto the person being anointed. How incredible is that? It represented God coming on a person. So in Old Testament times, when priests were anointed, they were set apart for the purpose of God in their lives. When kings were anointed, they were set apart for what God had for them. They were literally brought out of hiding and commissioned into God's purpose for their life. And God today wants to do exactly the same for every single one of us. He wants to bring you out of hiding and commission you for His purpose. You are seen by Him. You are chosen by Him. You are His chosen instrument. There's no 
accident that you are here today, listening online today, you are here because He has chosen you. I see, I love that in the Old Testament, it was only special people were anointed. But in the New Testament, the believers, those that followed Jesus, all of them were anointed. See, in 1 Samuel 16, verse 13, the message version, when David is anointed, it says, the Spirit of God entered David like a rush of wind. God vitally empowered him for the rest of his life. Then listen to this in Acts 2, when the believers are anointed with the Holy Spirit for the first time, it says, the day of Pentecost arrived. They were all together in one place and suddenly there from heaven, a sound like a mighty rushing wind. The same anointing, the same Spirit of God filled the entire house where they were sitting and divided tongues as a fire appeared on them and rested on each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That same anointing that came on King David is is available to all of us today as followers of Jesus Christ. What incredible days that we live in. Do we realise how privileged we are? that we have access to God's Spirit, that we're not part of Old Testament times but it was just a chosen few. No, because Jesus came and He died and He made a personal relationship available to every single one of us. We can come just as we are. Jesus, I love you, I choose to follow you and He anoints us with the Spirit of heaven. His presence comes on us. You know, for years, the church was dormant in this area. The Holy Spirit wasn't talked about. It just wasn't seen as something that all believers had access to. We live in a day and age church that's alive with His Holy Spirit. We are not orphans left alone to walk out of Christianity on our own. No, we are empowered by the Most High God. How incredible is He and what a gift we have in Him. So very quickly, how does the anointing bring us out of hiding? The first thing it does, it empowers us for wholeness. It empowers us for wholeness. See, the anointing is about the presence of God coming on us, so it signifies the presence of the Lord giving us wholeness. It's why when you're in the presence of God, honestly, the best word that I could use to describe it is wholeness. That feeling when you're in His presence, everything is gonna be okay. Or fear just mounts to the side. Or worries just leave. Insecurities fade to the side. Because you're just in the richness of His presence. It brings wholeness to your soul. That's why in James it talks about when someone is sick, let the elders of the church come and anoint them with oil. And the prayer made in faith will make the sick person well. Because the anointing, it represents God's wholeness coming on us. His presence coming on us. And when His presence comes upon us, we're healed. We have His peace. We have His power. We have His wholeness. We are beings designed to be incomplete without His presence on our lives. We are wired for His presence. So when His Holy Spirit rests on us, we have wholeness. How amazing is that? Wholeness for healing, wholeness for power. Man, there's nothing like the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, without power, it affects every area of our lives. We have family in New Zealand at the moment. They've just copped it with the cyclone that has gone past. 
So my brother and his wife, they haven't had power for 10 days. You know, power affects everything. It affects your water supply. It affects your communication. You can't charge your phone. It affects what you can eat. It affects the light. It affects every single area of our lives. It's why we need the power of the Holy Spirit moving through us. You know, the Industrial Revolution, it changed the world because power all of a sudden became accessible for every single person. And it changed the face of the earth. You know, as Christians, if we operated with the power of the Holy Spirit, we would literally change the world because the power of the Most High God would flow through us, touch people that are all around us, touch our friends, our family, mate. We would be a force to be reckoned with. And that's the intention that God has for us, that we would walk in power, that we would walk in victory. King David knew the power of the anointing so well. That's why in Psalm 20 verse six, he wrote this, after being anointed. Now this I know, the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers unto him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Come on, when we have the Spirit of the living God with us, we have victory. We have His life on the inside of us, His life flowing through us. There is nothing the enemy can send us that can stand against us. Life cannot throw us anything that will take us down because we have His victory. We have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us. Man, if we would just capture that revelation, because so often we listen to the stinking lie of the enemy that accuses us that tells us we can't, that tells us all the things we need to fear in our lives, all the reasons why we can't. And we don't live in the victory that God has for us. You know, I discovered recently, you know movie scenes that you see where quicksand is involved? You know those scenes in movies where someone is about to be taken out by quicksand? You've got the every, they slowly start to go in and then, you know, there'll be a moment where someone throws them the vine and they grab the vine and maybe their hand is just the last thing sticking up as they're about to be engulfed by the quicksand and they grab the vine and they're miraculously, they come out like just waiting, breathing oxygen in. Do you know that's a myth that movie makers have made up? Quicksand in real life can only go up to our waist because of the buoyancy of the life, the oxygen that's on the inside of us. The moment it hits our lungs, we are so buoyant, we can't be taken all the way under. You know, the enemy wants you to believe the myth that life can take you out. That the things of this world, the circumstances, man, life is just waiting to take you down. Life is waiting to get you stuck. Life is waiting to take you out. The circumstances around you, you can't overcome them. You know what? You have life on the inside of you. You have the Spirit of God on the inside of you. And there is nothing that the enemy can send you away that can take you out because of the Spirit of life that is on the inside of you. We have a Spirit available to us. We are marked by Him, deposited We have the deposit of His Holy Spirit on the inside of us. The second thing is why we're empowered to come out of hiding is He empowers us with a commission from heaven. He empowers us with a mission from heaven, a commission from heaven. See, David, before he was king, he was hiding because he had a mission. 
The mission involved looking after his father's sheep. And see, a mission is a task, it's a duty. There's been a lot of assigned to us. But God didn't have just a mission for him to fulfill. He wanted to commission him. See, a commission, it's an act of committing or entrusting a person with power and authority. In our lives, we're not just meant to live with mission. The tasks, the duties that we feel like we need to fulfill. Maybe the money that we need to make, the friendships that we need to build, the influence that we wanna have, the things that we get on mission for. God wants to turn us so we have a purpose in Him that turns into a commission. See, as soon as we take on a mission from heaven, His mission, which is about seeing others discover His goodness, seeing others discover the wonder of how awesome He is. See, God's heart is not a single person would perish, the Bible says. And so His mission that He gives us, He entrusts to us is to share how awesome He is with others. And when we take His mission, it becomes a commission. There's an authority that comes on our life. There's an empowerment that we have to step into His purpose. And there's nothing like it. You know, when I step in to speak in these kind of platforms, you literally feel the touch of heaven on you because you're living for His purpose. I remember being baptized with the Holy Spirit for the first time as a young girl, 11-year-old girl. I felt like I was superwoman going through school, telling everyone about Jesus. It just took over. And God wants us to live with that kind of purpose, but we only can live with that kind of purpose when we take on His purpose for our lives. And then He commissions us. He gives us power and authority to walk in His purpose, how He's called us to walk, commissioned by Him. That sense of God, I'm carrying your purpose, outworking your plan here on life. You know, priests in the Old Testament times were anointed to reconcile people to God. But in the New Testament, the followers of Jesus were anointed to tell others about the goodness of God, every single one of them. In Acts 1 verse 8, it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. You are called to be His witness, called to tell others about His goodness, about His wonder, so often we can get tied into this trap of, well, I don't know the words to say. The Bible literally says when you don't have the words to say, that you open your mouth and the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say. See, it's not a knowledge issue. It's a boldness issue. Our little boy, Easy, again on Friday was at kindy. And we got a message from the kindergarten teacher about lunchtime. And she's like, I'm just phoning to tell you he's had two major blood noses here at Kindy. He's soaked all his T-shirts, but he's really concerned because he has church tonight. And he's really concerned that he won't be able to go to church because he doesn't have a clean T-shirt. And he's like, she's like, he's just obsessed about church. What have you got on tonight, she says. I mean, what's happening there? He's all about it. See, kids have no problem with boldness because who they are, it just comes out of them. 
When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, who He is just comes out of us. The goodness of God just comes out of us. It's not a knowledge issue, it's a boldness issue. And the Holy Spirit wants to anoint us today with the power from heaven to be His witnesses. We don't have to be qualified enough. We don't have to be perfect enough. We don't have to be good enough. No, we just need to tell others about the goodness of our God. And it's amazing when you do that, you walk in partnership with Him more. You walk with His leading, trusting Him more because He's like, mate, that's a vessel that is chosen to be used by me. I'm gonna fill them afresh because they're living for my purpose. They're living commissioned. So what we're gonna do today is we're gonna anoint anyone who is comfortable. We'd love to anoint every person. And we're gonna let believe for a fresh empowerment. Team, if you can join me for a fresh empowerment of the Holy Spirit, for a fresh outpouring of His presence, for a resting of His Holy Spirit for two particular reasons, for wholeness. I believe there's some things that people have been facing, whether it's fear, anxieties, insecurities, things that you feel like you've just been stuck in. I really believe that the Holy Spirit, as He anoints us today, it's gonna, the breath of life is gonna come upon us and those things are just gonna drop to the side in Jesus' Name. And in the second area, He's gonna commission us afresh with His boldness to tell others about the goodness of our God, to preach, which simply means to proclaim the goodness of God to our family, our friends, to live on purpose for Him. So why don't we stand to our feet? I'm gonna ask the team to come down the front ready to anoint people with oil. We've got our service hosts that are just gonna release row by row people to come forward and be anointed. So when they just signal to you, why don't you come down the front and let's just be in this God moment right now. And we lift our hands to heaven. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask You to move right now. Holy Spirit, we ask You to pour Your presence out. Holy Spirit is we're about to anoint people, which just represents Your Holy Spirit coming on lives. We pray for a fresh impartation from heaven. God, right now we ask that there would be a new sense of Your life coming on us. God, that the things of this world, the weights that would wanna hold us down, those things would just fall to the side and Your Spirit of life would come in a new way. That will empower us in a new way for Your wholeness. Father, where there's any area of sickness, we just rebuke it right now in the Name of Jesus Christ. And we ask for complete healing to come in Jesus' Name. Father, we ask for a fresh commissioning, a new boldness to declare Your Word, a boldness that can only come from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I pray, pour out afresh, pour out in power, pour out in might. Holy Spirit, that You would commission us in a new way. Holy Spirit, have Your way. Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name. Trust that you are encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. 
and we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at our Melbourne campus. If you're not in Melbourne, then join us for Church Online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifeau.org to stay connected and find out more.